0: rep the motherfucking lobotomy, bitch, because the bitch is fucked. I dabble in the gym now. I don't know why I spoke like that. I am a gymmer. And if you remember correctly, if you were listening to my podcast, you would know that I've left very specific. And of course, in true nature, very vulgar directions. On what to do if I become a gym rat. So I don't, I'm don't i not there yet, but I have been working out pretty consistently. I would say like three to four times a week and it's been about three months and I feel great. I think I look great because here's the thing. I don't actually know if anything I'm doing is working, but mentally it's working. I have T B. E, okay i have thick bitch energy tbm thick bitch mentality i don't know the first step to getting a fat ass is to have fat ass mentality like thick big juicy bbl energy and i i definitely have that i don't actually know if my butt is getting bigger but i feel like it is so it doesn't really matter if it actually is but i got the greatest validation today I was walking around the house in my gym clothes, and I was like, Mom, do you notice anything different? Because I haven't seen her in, like, a couple months since I started my journey. And I was like, do you see anything? Do you see anything? And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And she's like, your butt got big. Let me tell you. Jaw to the floor. Okay, I I completely just dropped to the floor and started cry laughing. And I was like, this is the only validation that I ever needed in life. It's every daughter's dream. Every single daughter's dream to be told by their mother that they have a big ass. Everyone's dream, it's its a common thing. We all dream it. And if you didn't, you will now. That validation, that level of validation, especially from your very foreign mother, is everything. So i if I do become a gym rat, it's because I want to expound on that feeling. And if you're going to have to lobotomize me, it might be worth it, I think. So anyway, moving away from that, I've been avoiding talking about this creative hiatus, but I guess now is as good as time as any. Basically, for those who give a fuck, for those who aren't scared off by my previous episode, it's hot and it's vulgar, okay? That's just me. Um. So, I went to Austin for two months to just test it out, see if I like the vibe, see if I can yee the ha and envision myself living there in the future. Long story short, I still don't know. So I think I went there and I learned a lot, um, had a little bit of growing pains. and but i but I also like learned a lot too, and I started going to the gym. I started eating right. So there was a lot. I think I was, kind of sad and stressed out with work, but a lot of good things were also happening to me in that time frame. So that was really fun, but also not fun. I don't know. It was an experience. I think that is enough to say about that. And in that time, I I learned a couple of things that I just wanted to come on here and share because that's what I do. One week, I'm yelling about funeral instructions, And the next week, I am deep diving into my soul. So that's just what we do here. If you're new, get ready. So something that I learned about myself and just learned in general was that oftentimes when things get hard and things get bad, I have this certain mindset. And I didn't ever really think about what that mindset was until I watched... (laughs) This TikTok. I hate that whenever, like, I, I've seen, I've heard so many of my friends and family and just people in general be like, oh yeah, like, I heard somewhere or I read somewhere or I learned somewhere. It's like, your source is TikTok. Just say it. Like, so many of my friends be like, oh yeah, I read that. And I'm like, oh, you read the TikTok? You read the video, the caption or the text in the video? You read the TikTok. That's what you mean. Anyway. Not shitting on it because TikTok is my source right now, I'm just citing it. So from this therapist TikTok, she was basically talking about a victim mindset and that's something that I hadn't really heard before and so I was just watching this video and she just kind of went in to describe it like very briefly and that video honestly changed my life because ever since that video I just started thinking about how maybe I have that kind of mindset and then I realized I do I 100% have that mindset and I think that we kind of all have it it's things when it's like when times get hard the first thing that I will think is nothing ever works out for me like a fucking course like this is just my life I have shitty luck like I can't believe this is my life you know my life is so shitty That is a prime example of having a victim mindset. It could be really big and it could be really small, but it's important to recognize that we have like that mechanism and try to understand why we're doing that, why we're saying that, and then after understanding it, how do we move past it? So some exercises, mental exercises that I've been doing, whenever things get really hard, I just take a deep breath, And I literally just tell myself, you can do it, bitch. You can do it. You've done so many things in your life. You've accomplished so much. This is just a hiccup. You got it. Today's a good example. I was leading a meeting without any supervision. I was really nervous, like, for my job. And although I was kind of prepared for the meeting, it's just I get really anxious presenting meetings so before the meeting i just took a couple deep breaths and i did exactly what i said and i was like arathy you're a bad bitch. it's literally fine you're good you're fine you're literally fine you're gonna get through it it's gonna be fine and although that's like a really small example i think the bigger picture here is that understanding that you have everybody has a victim mindset and then doing the little things that you can to shift from it and shift into a more positive mindset instead of the first thing that you think of being negative and self-deprecating and it's also it's not even just the fact that it's self-deprecating but also having a victim mindset is bad because it kind of like releases you from holding any responsibility right so for example if I don't know just something really bad happened to me and I'm just like oh nothing ever works out blah 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 well First, you're not taking any responsibility. You're saying, oh, like it's life's problem. Like, of course, like just the, you know, luck of the draw kind of situation. So that doesn't do anything for you, right? And then, second, you're by not taking any responsibility, you're relinquishing all of your power. So it's like you can't even do anything about it. And that's harmful to you because it's as if you're just letting go. And it's like, oh, I can't do anything about it. You know, it's this life's problem, X, Y, Z problem. But you are, in fact, in control of your life. Like, there are so many things you can do. You create your reality. you It's your life. You can take action. You can be more present. And so I think giving yourself that power and, like, allowing yourself to face a hard situation and be like, okay, I'm going through this. I have power and I can do something about it and you know sometimes it is really hard when you're in situations where you feel powerless because a lot of the times that I mean that's how I feel when I'm going through really really hard stuff I just feel like everything is happening out of my control and that's honestly what anxiety is and it just feels like you can't do anything about it and you just have to watch everything go by and that it you know life is just kicking you and kicking you and kicking you while you're already down but Allowing yourself to grow from that mentality and being bigger than that and being better than that is something that I'm personally striving and working really, really hard for. And I think we can all do that. We can all be a little bit better about that. And so I just think this whole victim mindset really, it it honestly changed my life big time. And I really hope that you can take something from this and hopefully you can identify areas in your life and times in your life where maybe you kind of had that mindset too and I think this mindset is so common with just everything and like, you know, with my life and the situations that I've been in, I've constantly, not constantly, but frequently made myself a victim. And I don't, it's not even a victim as in like, oh, like feel bad for me, and like blah, blah, blah. It's not even that. It's like a victim is like you weren't even there for yourself. It's not about making yourself look like a victim from other people. It's you were a victim to yourself. And I think that is more sad because you deserve to give yourself power. You deserve to give yourself love and boost yourself up. And personally, I was not there for me for so long. And I'm upset about that. I think I should have known that I have more power over my life and I have more power over my being and my surroundings and the people who I'm with and I think that's why I'm so guarded now in a good way not like I'm closed off and walls are up and I'm stone cold heart bitch or whatever but I'm more guarded with my heart and I'm more intentional with my time and I set boundaries that are meaningful and I think that has really really changed everything about my life I don't let just anyone in and when I do I'm still pretty careful about it and I think that it's healthy and that's good because many times in my life when I made myself a victim and let's just use like a, a breakup for example it's exhausting to constantly be a victim to think you have no other choice to fall into that negative mindset and that negative self-talk that we do so often and I remember like when I was going through a really hard time I felt comfortable to some degree being in that victim mindset and just being in that really negative headspace it felt comforting because for so long that was the only thing I knew and it just felt comfortable to keep doing it because I wasn't truly taking responsibility for it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If this is the way that it's going to be like, fuck this, fuck life, like whatever, then I'll just stay here. And being in that realm was just so sad and toxic and just so unrewarding. It's hard because when you're in that headspace, it's already a bad time, right? Like you're already down bad. When you're in that negative headspace you truly start to believe some of this like crazy things that you concoct in your head like you're completely powerless that things always happen to you like something that I kept telling myself when I was going through a hard time was I'm in a nightmare and I can't wake up like it feels like I'm literally living in a nightmare and you know unbeknownst to me at the time and I I'm not hard on myself for that time because I know that I was in survivor mode and I was doing what I had to do day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute to keep myself alive. But it just, you know, thinking about things holistically, like, I have power to do things. And I think just understanding that and knowing that you always have a choice. Like always. Even when you feel like you don't, you always have a choice. And sometimes we gain more comfort over knowing we have choices and that we have power in things because when we feel powerless we feel hopeless so just knowing that and I think that was a huge moment of growth for me in when I found out that like I do have control over these things and I it's exhausting as fuck to always be like not in control of your life and to see things pass by and feelings pass by and you know going through the emotions and you're like what the fuck man like I can do something about this and that's what I mean by just you know having a victim mentality it's not making yourself the person that everybody needs to feel bad for it's you weren't there for you and you're a victim of your own mind honestly like you're you're victimizing yourself and you're putting yourself down and it honestly comes down to having a negative mindset and not allowing yourself to grow and to think and to be positive We just need to be there for ourselves. So hopefully you can gain some things from this podcast. But on that same note, something else that I realized was, you know, in that same realm of just trauma and bad experiences, I never really understood how that would affect everyone else. And so I'm bringing this up because one of my best 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 friends and I we were just talking one night in her room and she was like you know have you ever played that card game we're not really strangers and I was like absolutely the fuck not bitch like I do not like to cry like I mean that's not me like repressing my feelings I just genuinely don't like to cry because it physically hurts my body so I try to avoid it as much as I can is that healthy I don't know but that's what I do so I was like, absolutely not. I'm not playing that with you. And she's like, okay, well, if you ever want to play, let me know. We can break out some wine. We can play in my room. And I was like, no, thank you. I will pass on that. <laughs> but we talked a little bit about it because I was like, okay, but what's the game? And she was like, well, like you have all these cards and you play with as many people as you want. It could be one person. It can be 10 people. It can be with friends, lovers, new people old people I don't know why I brought that up um any kind of person that you want to play with and it's just a series of questions that are you know hard-hitting and just like let you really uncover the kind of person that they are and not all of them are like super like talk about your trauma or, are you do you have a bad childhood do you have daddy issues it's like not all of them are like that but they're just inquisitive questions to make you open up a little bit more and for everybody to understand you a little bit deeper so she said that there was one card in particular that she wanted to talk to me about. And I was like, okay, what's the card? And she said, how has my trauma affected you? And for some reason, and this was months ago, like I've, I just was thinking about it today when I was driving to work, but that was something that I never considered ever. I always thought that my trauma was my trauma I guess I never really put the pieces together that my trauma could easily be someone else's trauma too and obviously like that makes comments that makes perfect sense but I just never thought about it like that it was very much like tunnel vision like one track mind like my problems were my problems and she was like yeah like I just thought that card was so interesting and I looked at her and I was like I'm sorry I just can't ask you that yet for me and she was like I know and fast forward a couple months later we were at this restaurant and we had a few drinks and the game got brought up again and I was like okay (laughs) deep breath and I was like hey how has my trauma affected you and she was like whoa do you want to do this right now and I was like yeah (laughs) and I cried a lot in that restaurant. She cried a lot in that restaurant. We both just got very emotional really fast. And that day I went home and I was up all night because I was so shocked that I never considered that. And I, I consider myself an empath. So I, it was just shocking to me that that was something I didn't even consider before. And hearing how my trauma affected one of my best friends was just gutting and you know it makes sense like when someone loves you that much when you're going through one of the worst times of your life or multiple worst times of your life whenever you're just down bad and they're there for you and they have to watch you and like I can't even express like this friend she is my like fixer (laughs) and she's like my healer every time she's been there for almost every horrible thing that's happened in my life she's watched me scream, she's watched me cry into my pillow, just guttural noises, just like that's scary for her and I didn't consider that it would be scary and traumatizing to see your friend go through something so horrible and you know I guess that just speaks to how great of a friend she is and all my friends truly like I'm so lucky I really lucked out I have the best friends and it was just hard to hear in the ways that it hurt her too and yeah I think I think that just made me really sad and it also made me really really grateful because you know I was going through shit but like she was there for me and put her feelings aside to be there for me in that moment and that was hard for her Obviously, hearing that back when she was like, it broke me, it hurt me. Like, I couldn't even sleep because I was like, holy shit, what is she gonna do? Like, is she okay? Like, all this stuff. And I, I just felt like, wow, I'm just so lucky. I am super, super lucky. And so, I think it's important that we all take a moment to reflect on ourselves and our trauma. And if you're up to it, if you're brave enough, and if you're ready, Maybe ask your friends and your family, like, how has my trauma affected you? Because maybe it has, and maybe they're not ready or willing to bring that conversation up because you didn't bring it up. And so I think that just opens a lot of doors to really honest and, you know, really thought provoking and growth changing conversations between you and your loved ones, you know, even significant others, like, even. Even hearing people's trauma, like how has it affected you? Even if they weren't there for it, if you shared something with them that was really personal and deep to you, how did that affect them? Because if they love you, chances are it does affect them. It does hurt them too. And so I just think being more in tune with ourselves and you know, ultimately just not letting our trauma define us, but also being able to talk about it openly And being open to the fact that maybe your trauma has hurt people too is so important. And even though I felt really bad and really guilty, I know that obviously, like, the things that happened to me and my trauma are not my fault. I still hate that my friends had to go through it, but that is what friends are for, and I would be there for them any second of the day or night. And so that's just what friendship is. And I think... That's why I'm very guarded with my friendships, because I don't invest in friendships that don't invest in my time. I would say that I I have a lot of friends, but I don't have a lot of really close friends. And I've always been super envious growing up, like in high school, I was always super envious of the really big friend groups. And then I got to college and I got to try that out and I hated it it was not for me. There was just too many people. It honestly gave me anxiety. And it, in theory, it just seems really fun because you always have people to talk to. You always have people to hang out with. But as I get older, I'm realizing that I'm more recluse and that I really just love to hang out with myself and a few other people. And constantly being in other people's presence gives me anxiety. I don't like to hang out with people for A, long periods of time, or B, too many people. So I think where I'm at is good. I have like 10 really, really, really solid friends, 10 including like my family too. So let's just say like six or seven really, really close friends that I talk to on a daily basis that I trust my whole life with. Like I know that they would be there for me. And honestly, to me, it's quality over quantity. And for some people, they have both. Some people have a lot of friends and a lot of like deep, good friends, and that's awesome. I just am a shitty communicator. I'm a bad texter. I'm not that great at phone calling either. So, people must hate me because I never respond to texts. I don't. It's not because I don't like you. I just, ugh, just come see me. I'm such i I'm such a good in person person. Like I'm such a quality time in person because, I just feel like I'm just not as animated and fun and etc over text or facetime so yeah (laughs) I'm honestly super tired because I went to the gym so I haven't been screaming and honestly I was gonna come on here and talk about some fuck shit but I think I already covered that pretty deeply in last episode last week's episode so just gonna keep it chill keep it light and just wrap it up I feel like I'm just rambling at this point about, like, my trauma, my trauma this, my trauma that, and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, bitch, no one gives a fuck, and honestly, facts, but if you can learn anything from this, I guess the takeaway here is that your trauma is your trauma, don't let it define you, and talk to your friends and family, your lovers, your friends, whoever you fucking want, how has your trauma affected them, and just be open to learning and growing, because every day, You do be learning more about yourself today. I learned that my ass is fat because my mom validated me. So, you know, having those conversations and starting those conversations can be really rewarding. (laughs) So I'm just going to wrap it up here. I know it was a quickie. I know. But I'm soup tired. And I'm just going to get lack, and I'll be back next week with just visceral... I'm just left and right throwing up insults okay i'll be back and i'm going to miami miami this weekend for one of my big slut friends birthdays so i'll be back with some hot tizzle don't you worry bitch will be back all right love y'all hope you guys have a great week up ahead and i will talk to you soon bye